So today, we're going to see some votes. We're going to see whether or not Hoosiers get their money back. We're going to see where the General Assembly is on abortion. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Great uh, to be with you. Uh, Eric Berman joins us right now, chief political correspondent here at 93, WIBC. Let's start with the abortion uh, conversation and where the the deal was struck. This was uh, the House Speaker, Todd Houston, on the subject. We'll uh, kind of play by ear. We'll... uh see what we do, see what they do, and then take it by, uh, uh, you know, take whatever action needs you take at that point. Well, I sound, ve- that sounds very confident. I personally feel like this is well in hand, except I don't. It seems that both sides went to some real levels of, of, of outside the envelope and then brought it back into where they were. What is the abortion deal that has been struck, and will the House and the Senate come to an agreement on it? Well, so what the House has come up with, what's in it at, at the moment right now, 10-week limit on uh, on abortion for rape or incest, um, up to 20 weeks in case of a lethal fetal anomaly, basically the baby can't survive outside the womb, or if there's a serious health risk to the mother. Everything else is banned. Elective abortion is banned. Um, that's what the House came up with. That comes up for a vote today. Um, the speaker said that uh, he does expect it will pass the House, but uh, as you just played, he says he's not making any predictions about the Senate. Um, I don't know if we can call this a deal or not. I think this is probably more in the nature of this is the best we can come up with and we'll put it in front of the Senate caucus. Um, remember that the Senate, when they passed their version last week, barely had enough votes, and that was probably a case of people either deciding on their own or being urged by leadership look keep it keep it moving if you vote now if you vote no now it's dead vote yes to keep it moving well now it's crunch time the votes today potentially end the special session if if this gets approved in the house and senate as is we're done here so people have to decide once and for all if they're good with it and so part of the this this 10-week and 20-week thing is that if you're going to engage the conversation of what they're describing as fetal anomalies or or, or health risks to a mother, that could also happen at 25 weeks and, and at 30 weeks in terms of things going wrong and, and, and issues with uh, the, the life of the mother. So there's no, there's no room for that even past the 20 weeks in this legislation? There is actually, at least according to the uh, the House sponsor, with McNamara out of Evansville. Her argument is the reason she put that in is 20 weeks, and the, in the Senate version, there wasn't a limit on those cases. Her argument is after 20 weeks, it's a medical decision anyway, that the doctor is going to do what's, what's medically appropriate. You don't need a separate language to, to govern it. There is one version, and I'm not sure if this is still the wording, there is one version where that was simply excluded from the definition of an abortion. So their argument, I don't know if uh, if the many doctors groups that have testified would agree 100%, but her argument is, yeah, in those cases, it's covered that the 20 weeks is really just uh, just wording. The, the real prohibition is on anything that's not medically related. That's banned completely with the exception of rape and incest at 10 weeks. Talking to Eric Berman, chief political correspondent here at 93 WIBC. He's the dean of the state house. You bring up that if there is no deal, um, well, the session is over. The session ends today or the session ends tomorrow? 
Um, okay, so let me clarify both of those things. Session potentially ends today. That's if there is a deal. If there's no deal, that does not end the session. A yes vote ends the session. A no vote means they've got until August 14th. They've got nine more days to come up with something that, that both sides can approve. But we are past the point. You know, last week when the Senate voted, they could have killed this dead, or actually one of the more interesting procedural maneuvers. The uh, House Democrats at one point, they passed the uh, the tax relief bill and immediately moved to adjourn the session. Um, you know, motion to adjourn is always in order. That would have ended the session had it passed. It didn't, of course. Um, but yeah, no vote last week in the Senate would have killed the bill. A no vote in the Senate today just means we don't like this version. Discussions continue. So the only thing at this point that kills anything in the legislature is if they run out of time on the 14th. Put a pin in that. We're going to get back to the end of session. I'm actually writing myself a little note here. Now let's get to the money. Instead of $225 for every Hoosier, which is what Governor Holcomb said he wanted to do for inflation relief, it's going to be $200 for every uh, taxpaying Hoosier. And then they're going to take $80 million and put it to prenatal and postnatal care. How did this deal come about? Um, this is your basic House and Senate getting in a room and uh, saying, okay, this is what you want. This is what I want. Let's, uh, let's see what we can package together so both of us get something. Um, the Senate has been adamant pretty much, if not from, the, the, from a couple of weeks before the session started, when they came out and said what they wanted, they were never on board with the tax rebate. Uh, they, they said, look, we've got too many things that where, we, uh, where we owe money. We've got a $4.5 billion unfunded pension liability. Um, what this does is put a billion dollars toward that, which is even more than what the Senate had initially proposed. So they got some attention on the debt side. The House got the, look, we need to give money to taxpayers. The, uh, the Senate had a couple of things, not on your income tax, but other taxes that you pay that would have saved you about 70 bucks the uh, the House version, as you've said, goes to 200. It's a little bit smaller than what the governor proposed because one thing the House and Senate both agreed on was, look, if we're going to do a rebate, it shouldn't just be tax filers. There are between, depending on who you ask, between 300,000 and 900,000 people who don't file a tax return because their income is Social Security or there are some other things where they're not required to file. And so they're not in the system. They are made eligible by this, but to keep the amount of money going back at a billion dollars, they had to reduce the amount that each person gets. It's interesting that we have a $6.1 billion surplus. They do want to pay off some pension liabilities, but to reduce the amount of money that Hoosiers would get based on the number they put out and then say, well, it's so we can put $80 million towards prenatal, postnatal care, I think is going to rub Hoosiers the wrong way. Has there been any concern about that? I don't think that's been controversial. In fact, I, th I think this is going to pass overwhelmingly. This is going to have bipartisan support. Um, this one does have an agreement between the House and Senate, unlike the abortion bill. Um, you know, the, the $80 million of the old Ev Dirksen line, a billion here, a billion there, pretty soon you're talking about real money. Real money, uh, right. Yeah. $80 million is a tiny fraction of the billion dollars that they're giving, but that they're putting into pensions or the billion dollars that they're doing on the tax side, much less the $6.1 that there are in the overall reserves. What the governor said at the outset when he called the special session was, 
the, the budget agency thinks we can afford to give a billion dollars back to Hoosiers without jeopardizing our reserves, without putting us in a bad spot if the economy goes south. So a billion – well, the 225 has been his figure – He's been talking for a while about a, a billion dollars going back. So it's it's still a billion dollars going back. There's that additional billion on the pension side, but that one is written as the legislature often does, where it's at the end of the fiscal year, that's when that billion goes over. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. A billion dollars and $225 is not an equivalent thing. You told people 225 it's not. That's not going to be looked at well, and it's not going to be able to be spun as, well, he said a billion dollars, and that's where it is. But before I let you go, Eric, so the first one is a yes-no question because I'm up against time. Is it possible that the special session could approve the money back to Hoosiers and not approve a bill about abortion? Yes. Now here's a question that I'm actually going to ask you on a personal level, uh, based on your analysis, your years of, of working the state house. If the general, and, and, and you don't have to answer it, right? I, I never like to put the news guy on the spot, but this I'm very curious about your take on perception. If there is no resolving of abortion in Indiana, and this goes now to the general session, the regular general session in January, Exactly how ugly does this get in the state of Indiana? How much attention comes to the state of Indiana? How bad of a shape will Republicans be in because of this? How do Democrats utilize this? I'll give you 60 seconds to answer a big-ass question. <laughs> well, I would say two things. Number one, this is coming back in January regardless. The, the main work is going to be done uh, today or at, at a minimum next week, assuming that they get something passed. But even if they get something passed, there's going to be, be tweaks in January. A couple of legislators have even said, you know, by January, we'll have three months of data on what has happened to the abortion rate, um, what happens in Marion County, where Ryan Mears has said he won't file any criminal cases. Criminal penalties are out of the bill, but there's still some concern on doctors' parts about some things that were already in law. Um, we've got three months of data. We can make further adjustments. We talked about the $80 million going to prenatal services. Remember, that's, that's on the table precisely because of the abortion bill. They're arguing, look, we get that there's going to be more births. We're going to put more resources toward that. That's a discussion that may resume in January. The, uh, the governor's health commission issued their recommendations yesterday. He, he's already said long ago that he's going to be asking for a big chunk of money for health across the board. So all of this is coming back in January. How ugly does it get? Look, it's, a, it's abortion. There is, yesterday was unusual and Tuesday was unusual in the House in that it was a 99% civil debate on abortion. But this is not a subject that lends itself to gent gentility. Uh, it's, it's going to get ugly regardless, and whatever they pass, whether they pass something or whether they don't pass something, they're going to have a large chunk of people mad at them.